Welcome into another edition of New York's Asset Protection Roundtable. We've got a good show for you today. We are opening up the mailbag. Got a few questions we're going to try to tackle, plus a little legalese, as always. That's coming up next. This is New York's Asset Protection Roundtable with Ted Alatsis of Alatsis Law Firm. Our mission at Alatsis Law Firm is to assist you with the three pillars of protection, preserving your assets, providing you help, and protecting your future. Great to have you on the podcast. I'm Ben George with Ted Alatsis over at the Alatsis Law Firm there in Brooklyn, New York. You can find them online, alatsislawfirm.com. Ted, how are you? Doing great, Ben. Uh, hope you're doing well. I am. I am indeed. I know uh, we got to the, the beginning of the new year. Are you someone that likes to make resolutions or you just kind of keep on uh, following your goals and, and just moving forward year to year? Keep on moving forward. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't stop too much to, to plan it out. Uh, it's not <laughs> we try, try our best, but, uh, you know, um, no, no need for it to start on June, on January 1st. You can, you can do that anytime. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Well, I hope you're uh, having a good year as you listen to this, wherever you are. And we appreciate you joining the podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please do so. We'd appreciate that. And if you want to learn more, you can always log on to com. There you'll be able to find the podcast plus video and a lot of other tools and resources for you. We got some mailbag questions coming up, but as we like to do, we're going to open up with our legalese of the day. So we try to bring a term that you might hear or read about as you're going through the estate planning process and have Ted clarify it a little for us, at least, you know, make bring it down and make it uh, easy to understand. So today we're just going to give make this one fairly easy, Ted. Issues, descendants, heirs, these uh, these legal terms to d- describe the lineage of someone. Yeah, that, that that's right. So you know, issue descendants, uh, the you know, people who are basically you know blood relatives. I mean, that's kind of the best way to describe you okay. know what what that essentially means. And it it's designed to include you know children, grandchildren, great grandchildren, if that if that's the case, um, and can extend to family members if uh, not the, not necessarily direct descendants, like cousins and nieces, nephews, that sort of thing. So it's designed to create the family tree. Uh, of a person and um and, and so that uh, if someone were to pass away without a will or um you know not uh, not articulating who their descendants are we could figure that uh, that out uh for intestate proceedings administrations uh, that sort of thing so is issue used the same way as descendant like descendant and heir is that interchangeable i've never think i've ever heard issue used in that way so I- I- issue is really your your children right okay. and so I- I- issue is is what uh, so that so really that's generally what issue means issue issues their children and their children etc right so those are more direct uh, descendants can be a little bit of both the direct and not so direct and heirs you know can can be you know the people who you know receive you know your estate as a result of a blood relation or you know who who you name right so so that that that's how they, so they're kind of variants of, of a theme right mm-hmm. but um Depending on on which category you fall into, that's the that's the term that's going to apply. Okay, very interesting. I hadn't heard that, but that's uh, that's why we do this legalese here mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. podcast. So thanks, Ted, for that. All right, let's jump into the mailbag. We got three questions today. We're going to go through, and we'll begin with Nathan. Teddy says, "My wife and I aren't ready to have children yet. However, we are planning on having them in the future. Is there a way I can take care of my children that don't exist? And what if we die and never have children? Does that mess up everything?" Nathan, that's a great question, and I wish you both uh, a lot luck in life and and trying to figure out what your your plan your plan is uh, for growing your family. So, if you were to provide for 
children that don't yet exist, then you know you could certainly do that by you know providing language in your estate planning documents that provides uh, that in the event that uh, we have children, then you know our children are going to share in you know whatever percentages you want them to share in, um, and and that would be sufficient probably for your your estate plan at the moment. If you were to both you know pass away and not have any children. Um, then that provision it'll it'll be as if that provision didn't exist, and so it becomes like a like a nullity, and whatever other provisions you have would govern uh, what happens with your estate. So, so yes, you can provide for children that don't yet exist, um, and then um, not worry about it affecting your other dispositions if you don't end up having children. So yes, you 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 can definitely do that. And we went through this a little bit on our last episode, so I encourage you to go back and listen to that to get a little bit more detail about the what if scenarios. Ted, how often do you do you plan for what ifs? I mean, is it do you try to build in as many of these as possible with someone, or is it something you just kind of address when someone brings it up to you? Yeah, I mean, we try to build it in, uh, you know, as much as possible. Um, you know, it depends certainly on you know how old the the people who are we're doing the estate planning for how how old they are and what their family you know, structure is at the moment, um, you know, generally speaking, people, you know, I, I think we've talked about this before, you know, most people who come in to do estate planning, do it as a result of some sort of life changing event, whether it's getting married, having kids or something like that. So a lot of times they've already, you know, had the kid or with the first kid or the second kid, or maybe both, you know, or, or, or maybe more. Right. So, so a lot of times they've already done that. So you built, you, you're already building, you know, contingencies, uh, for what ifs in the event that those kids something should happen to them, but when people come in and they haven't um, had kids yet and they're you know at at the early stage of of a relationship or a marriage or something like that, then we definitely you know try to go through the the different options so that the the plan can last a while uh, without them having to change it a lot. Sounds good. All right, thank you for that question, Nathan. As you can see, you're probably sensing a common theme with today's episode with children and heirs and descendants. So we'll continue on with that theme with Sophia, who says, I just had my first grandson. Congratulations, Sophia. And I want to leave some money for him for college. However, I don't want to be unfair to any future grandchildren if I have them. But I just don't know how many there will be or when they will happen, if at all. So is it a good idea to plan for only the people I know and wait until later for new grandchildren? Sophia, that's a that's a great question, right? So obviously, it is difficult if you're uh, planning for future grandchildren, you don't know how many there are. And if you're giving a specific dollar amount or you're giving a certain percentage or, or something of that nature. So it is, it is difficult to do that. However, you know, if your intention is to provide for grandchildren and do so equally, then you can be very specific in saying that and, you know, providing for those contingencies, those what ifs. And with the understanding that, you know, if it becomes overburdensome and you can't, necessarily meet those meet those distributions you can always change the way your plan reads and the way your plan works but you know it really depends on you know what it is that you're looking to do if you're looking to do specific dollar amounts or specific percentages you know understand that uh, sometimes there may be changes you might have to make later to modify your plan uh, based on 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 you know the reality of of what you have and what you have uh available for those beneficiaries. And with each one of these kind of what if scenarios, I'm assuming you always would tell someone, hey, if you do have the future grandchild, you'll want to come back in and let's kind of revisit the plans and and, and change what's needed. Yeah, absolutely. Especially um, when 
you know, you're leaving a specific dollar amount, right? And, and you know, that, and that's the scenario. And, you know, when the grandchildren are getting, you know, that specific dollar amount. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's always, it's always good to revisit your plans when things, when certain things change, when, you know, the number of beneficiaries change, who your beneficiaries are, when that changes, you know, it's always a good time to, to review your estate plan and, and modify it accordingly. Yeah, any big life changes you want to sit down with your estate planning attorney, or if you're just kind of getting started, you can always get in touch with Ted, 718-233-2903 or online. You can send in your questions there as well at alatsislawfirm.com. Have one more for you, Ted, from Carter. Says, is it fair to leave money to grandchildren when not all of my children have children of their own? So my son has three kids. My daughter has none. So that would be extra money for his family. Carter, that's a great question. We get this all the time, right? So um, look, fair is what you think it is, right? It's not what someone else determines for you. So if your intention is to you know, provide separately for grandchildren, then you know it's certainly fair to provide for them. If you look at what you're giving to your family as I'm giving the same amount to each of my children and their family, then perhaps it may not be fair. So it really depends on what your wishes are and what you deem to be fair. But there is no uh, requirement that you give anything to your grandchildren. Um, There is no requirement that if you have two children and one child has kids and the other doesn't, that you have to leave them the same amount. It's entirely up to you and what you think is fair. You know, we we always tell people what is fair in their mind um, should be guided by, you know, what it is that they're hoping the distribution will do. And if the idea is you're going to help a grandchild because they're your grandchild and not that not because they're one specific son's or, or child's child or the other, mm-hmm. then that's fair. And you can you can do that. And there's no reason why you shouldn't. Yeah, that's a great reminder that this is your your estate plan, right? It's yours to kind of figure out on your own. And I'm sure, too, you'd probably recommend having this conversation with your kids, or, or would you rather them just kind of figure it out on their own, you build it for them, then communicate afterwards what your wishes are? Um, so, you know, we, we've talked about this in the past. I, I believe communication is always helpful mm-hmm. when you're doing estate planning in every context. Um, and so this would be one of those areas where good communication would help, right? So that there are no misunderstandings later. So certainly I think it makes sense that, you know, something like this be communicated and and the reasons for it be communicated. All right. Very good. Well, thanks for that question, Carter and Sophia and Nathan as well. If you have questions for Ted, we'd love to hear from you. Send them in alatsislawfirm.com. There you'll be able to schedule a consultation with the team. If you want to do that, you can get free guides. There's also a lot of other info like the blog videos and some other resources along with the podcast as well. So very valuable visit. Just go to latsislawfirm.com, but jot down this phone number as well. It's 718-233-2903. All right, we will close it out on that note. Ted, uh, we appreciate your time as always. Thanks for answering these questions today. And hopefully we've answered some questions for people that have been curious about how to handle their children and grandchildren. So thank you. Thank you, Ben. And uh, you know, have a great day.
information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.